How can anyone not feel more motivated after listening to Steve Siebold? Not only was he a world-class athlete, but obviously he has become conscious in his competence about how to help other people develop tough-mindedness and themselves become world-class. A couple of the things that I was really impressed with was the statement he made that the greats in any profession often underrate themselves, whereas the mediocre overrate themselves. To me, that shows that great people that achieve greatly are the ones that are always striving to grow. They are never satisfied with where they are. They have great belief in what they can become. And so they tend to discount their achievements so that they stay hungry and keep moving in the right direction. And he definitely helps people learn how to become more that type of person through the coaching that he does. Uh, it was interesting when he talked about how he came to want to interview people that were financially successful. And that what really hit him after that was that the way people think is what makes all the difference, that the, the relationship with money, instead of feeling like money is innately bad, realizing that it can also be an agent of really, really good. And that it has a lot to do with people's mindset and the way that they think. In fact, that's an underlying theme of everything that Steve said, that the way we think determines the way things are, and it makes all the difference. When he had to make the transition from being a player to being a coach, he knew that it was going to require different skill sets. He'd have to change his own thinking and help him get there. Uh, mental toughness is a daily battle. We all back down. There's something that we know that we need to be doing. We find a way to procrastinate or avoid it, try to get somebody else to do it put our head in the sand, pretend it just isn't even there. So mental toughness is the ability to do what needs to be done when it needs to be done, regardless of how we feel at that time. A couple of the things that he shared that really were motivating to me, that people that are mentally tough have a way to compartmentalize their emotions and focus on what needs to be done, regardless of what else is going on. He used the example of a domestic dispute, people feeling upset and trying to walk into a business situation until there's a little pause and a break and those emotions are compartmentalized so that they can be dealt with at the proper time. Then there's no way to stay focused and be right there. When he went through his own business setbacks and losing a great deal of money on an investment that went bad, uh, beating self up for a little while is kind of inevitable, but he used the phrase fail fast, you know, have the failure absorb it for a little bit, and then get over it, move on, and get some good things going. He is a, obviously a student of the game. He's influenced by the works of Shad Hempstetter and so many other people, Bill Gove, that when he learns from these people and uses his innate coachability, then he's able to move forward and help other people become much more mentally tough. Uh, coachability. Sometimes, if people are not showing coachability, you've got to wake them up by confronting with the absolute reality. In, uh, in our business, we believe that if you help people see that their current course of action is not going to help them get where they want to go, that's really the first step. And until somebody says, you're right, my current course of action is not going to get me where I want to go. Until they decide that, there's really no change possible. He uses tough love to wake people up and do that. Adding people, hire for attitude, train for skill. Uh, look for the attitudes that we want and look for the right people about wanting to be there. I was really struck by Steve's own humility, though, when he said, hey, listen, I'm not a great manager. I'm a good coach, not a great manager. I suspect he's a much better manager than he lets on. But again, it's that personal underrating of self in order to continue to grow and continue to strive, which is a great thing. Um, how to be a tougher person internally. Number one, be more decisive. Decide quickly and make whatever changes need to be done systematically, but make those quick decisions because they're important. And number two, rate ourselves on our commitment to what we're doing on a scale of one to seven. If we're a one or a two or a three, then clearly we are not committed. If we're a six or seven, 
It's amazing how many things get accomplished and how things move forward in a good way. Possibly the best analogy I can think of is imagine that we're standing on a dock. There's a boat on the dock waiting to depart. We put one foot on the boat. We keep one foot on the dock. There's really only three things that can happen as the boat begins to move. Either we pull away and put both feet back on the dock and watch the boat go down. We put both feet on the boat and we go with it. Or we try to have one foot on the boat, one foot on the dock, and we end up all wet. Well, the bottom line is being committed to what we're doing means getting on that boat. It means moving forward. It means finding a way to make things happen in a good way. And that's really one of the keys, not only for mental toughness, but for business progress, personal progress, and all the other things that count the most. Steve's statement is a really good one. When somebody is really on and they're fully committed to what they're doing, the universe basically says, whoa, we better let them by. There's no stopping these people. And that's one of the keys to mental toughness. Steve has got a lot of great things to say. Check out his website. He's got so many great presentations on television, audio, and the rest of that. I came away inspired, fired up. Let's be mentally tougher in the right ways, and let's go forward to make a difference. This is Dan Moore. Thanks for joining the Action Catalyst. 